0: Hey guys welcome to the Kirk students podcast we're the student ministry from the Kirk Church in Tulsa Oklahoma I'm Caitlin Adams and this is where you'll hear sermons from me Madison Lackey Grant Giddens and other guest speakers make sure you subscribe and share with anyone who follows Kirk students if you want to know more about us or get in touch visit us at thekirk.com or follow us on Instagram at Kirk students let's go he's on identity um, and I think it's going to be really cool because we are going to break down some common things that we sometimes think that get in the way of us being able to see ourselves like God sees us. And we're going to talk about lies that sometimes enter our brains that we believe um, that hold us back. And we're going to discover God's truth in that. So, um, first off, I just wanted to take a moment for everybody to think about how they see themselves. Just kind of pause, think about how you see yourself, um, the good, the bad, um, maybe those daily thoughts that kind of come come into your head and fill your heart of uh, kind of ways that we see ourselves sometimes. Because I think the truth is, when we think about it, sometimes... We don't always speak so kindly to ourselves, right? Um, We can be our harshest critic, and sometimes we give the least amount of grace to ourselves, right? We can, somebody else can do something, and we'll be gracious towards that. We'll encourage them and lift them up. But us, sometimes we resort to tearing ourselves down, beating ourselves up, thinking the worst of ourselves, um, and letting our head be filled up with these lies. So during, uh, for the next couple of weeks, um, I'm going to challenge you guys to be thinking um, and replace those unkind thoughts with truth from the Lord. And so each week we're going to identify a different kind of I'm going to call them a destructive thought pattern that creeps into our minds um, that hinder ourselves from being able to view ourselves like God views us, views us and wants us to wants us to be. So the first thing, the first thought pattern we're going to focus on today is I must be loved or approved by virtually everyone in my life. So um, I must admit I struggle with this one. Anyone else? Anyone else feel the need to be approved by and liked by everyone sometimes? So I think one reason why we struggle with this so much is because it feels great to be loved and approved by everybody around us, right? Makes us feel like we're doing something right. We're getting affirmation from that. Um, And so sometimes it just, it it feels really good. And so um, we like to seek that approval from people. But the danger with this is um, when we find ourselves living for love and approval of others, we are allowing others to evaluate us based on what we do. And then we give people the power to determine our self-worth. So this means that if, if that is where I'm getting my identity, if that's where I'm seeking my identity, is from the approval of others, then I'm letting them evaluate me. I'm letting other people tell me who I am and what I'm worth. And this is a very dangerous place to rest your identity um, because, I mean, sometimes for me, I get, I get caught up in this and sometimes I don't even notice it. So things will be going well, I'll be happily going throughout my day until I sense just the slightest bit of disapproval from somebody or feel unliked or unwanted by one person, and things just seem to go spiraling down. Um, And all the love and approval that I was clinging to, and maybe didn't even know I was clinging to, um, all of a sudden is gone, and I'm just drowning in doubt and in low self-esteem. Because that's what happens when we we seek something as unstable and as changing as what the world can give us. Um, or maybe sometimes we find ourselves in a situation where we feel like we don't fit in. Um, and our instinct is to assume we aren't good enough. And just we think we must need to change something about ourselves in order to fit this mold. Um, and so what do we do with this? Um, and it's so what we're going to be talking about for a couple of weeks. what what do we do when, um, when we aren't seeing ourselves the way God wants us to be seen? Um, and so I think the overarching thing for this whole series is that we are loved, right? And so um, Galatians 1.10, it says, I forgot to write it down, so I'm going to read off the screen. It says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God, or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ, And so we cannot focus on serving Christ and winning the approval of others simultaneously. We want to serve others. We're called to serve others. But um, we want it to come from a place of glorifying and serving God, not winning approval. Because we have to notice where our hearts are at with with serving others and what we're trying to aspire. If we're, if we're trying to just win people over or gain love from somebody, that's not going to ultimately lead us to a good place because that's, like I said, that's unstable. It's changing. Um, we want to do it in a, in a means of just glorifying God. And one really good term that I've heard of for kind of serving in this way um, it's called Living Loved, and it's a, it's a really cool concept that I read about in this book called Uninvited. I don't know if many of you guys have read it, but I really recommend it. It's a really awesome read talking about kind of what we do when, when we feel these things. Um, and so basically the concept of living loved is when we know and we experience God's love so deeply that everything we do overflows from that love. So it's not the kind of love that the world gives or the kind of love that even people among us can often give us, but only the kind of unfailing, undeniable, unconditional love from God and that from that we overflow and can give to others. And so um, living loved is a space when we just know at our core that our creator loves us And that way, we can extend that out. And we're doing that a lot by serving others and loving others, but knowing where our love comes from, and that's the Lord and not the world. Um, And so the tricky thing about this is it's a pretty little phrase, living loved. It's fun to say. It's fun to think. Um, It's a fun little mantra, but it is so hard to do. So hard to do. Because we live in a sinful world and it's always going to try to drag us down and, um, and tell us that we're not loved and, and tell us these things that we think about ourselves, that we're unwanted, that we don't fit in. Um, and it, is, it can be so hard to live loved. It's a tall order. Um, and so I do think there's a couple of things we can focus on doing to kind of help center us in this concept. Um, But it is a challenge, but I want you guys to be up for the challenge. So I have determined three starters that can kind of help us move towards this this life of living in the overflow space. So the first one is to abide in Jesus. There's a lot of different ways we can do this, and this um, might mean different things in different phases in your life. Um, But ultimately, I think abiding in Jesus means what it says in 1 John 4.16. And so 1 John 4.16 says, We have known and have believed the love that God has for us. God is love and those who remain in God, and God remains in him. So this is just all about resting in God's love. We know that God remains in us and, and holding that in us. And so we when we know that we are resting in God's love, we can turn to prayer instead of defeat. Um, We can turn to God's word instead of tearing ourselves down and filling ourselves with with negative self-talk. And uh, and when we practice doing that, it allows the Holy Spirit to fill us before we turn to this world. And the next is to reject comparison. And... uh, we all know that comparison is the thief of joy, um, but it really, truly is, and it takes a lot of practice to reject comparison, because um, I think it can often happen, too, when, um, when we want to be loved or approved by everyone, it's easy to, to compare ourselves, um, and it's a dangerous game. Because, you know, comparison isn't, isn't looking up to someone. It's not being inspired by someone. It's simply just, you know, comparing our worst with their best, leading to us cutting ourselves down. So it's one of the hardest things to do, but, it, it, you know, we've got to reject it. We've got to stop it when we know we're entering into comparison and, you know, choosing to abide in Jesus instead. Um. And the, next, the third and final one is to reject the lies we believe about ourselves. So to be honest, we've probably said worse things to ourselves than anyone has ever said about us. We can be our harshest critics. We give ourselves the least amount of grace. And so um, when we start to believe these lies about ourselves, let's try to pause and replace them with God's truth and what he actually says about us. So, for example, the lie, I don't fit in. The truth is that you are made in God's image. So, God said, so God created man in his image. In Genesis 127, very, very first chapter of the whole Bible, God wants us to know that we are made in his image, and we are made for a purpose. So when you feel like you don't fit in, that's a lie that you're believing because God says you are made in his image. There is nothing that we can do to erase our part in God's story, and we will always fit in with his perfect plan. The next lie is, that we might sometimes believe is that I am unwanted. And the truth is, is that you're a child of God. In 1 John 3, 1, it says, see what love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called his children. And so there is no need to believe the lie that we are not enough because God says that we are more than worthy. And what God says about you is the truest thing about you. When we hold that at our core and we act out of a space of living loved, um, it'll, it's, it'll just change the way you view yourself and you view your world, your world around you, but it's a challenge. It's a huge challenge um, to learn to operate in this space of overflow, um, rather than feeling beat up and rejected by the world. Um, but and that is it's a good thing to encourage each other in as we're walking in our faith, and um, it's what we're going to talk about in small groups tonight. Um, and so. Uh, if you guys would pray with me, and I invite the worship team up for one last song. Um, but Lord, please, please help us to, uh, to remain in you, to abide in you. Um, uh, when, we, when we don't feel it sometimes, when we don't feel loved, and we feel cast out and rejected, um, remind us who you said we are. Remind us that we are, we are loved, we are made in your image, and we are children of God. Amen.